Okay, guys, stop fighting. <coughs> Here we are. Welcome to this week's episode of 100% of the Martial Arts Life, or this episode. And Harrison and James have walkie-talkies. Yes. You have to say over, over. Over, over. And <laughs> they have a. Is it then ten four? Ten four. <laughs> Banana. Let's let's we can make our own our own sort of language transmission oh. protocol. Is this plugged in? It might be plugged in. Um, you got to get up, get up, get up, get up. Electricity. Ugh. Electric bomb. Let me see. Yeah, it is. Cool. Okay, so now we can actually... What are you doing? Morse code. Walkie-talkies. You can do. I bet you can do. I'm sure you can. It's the... Dis it's the... No, it's hey, okay, the... Don't go fast enough. You can blow into it, Just got to... SOS, you know. Three what? short, three long. No. Three <laughs> short, three long, three short. Yes. Yeah. What? Why wouldn't you just go, help me? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> this was. This is before they, they had, yes. Yeah, before, before they, they had, had radio had technology radio. that you yeah. could. <laughs> Can you imagine what? someone going, what are you saying, mate? I don't get it. <laughs> oh, Do it again. Goodness. <laughs> The only thing is, these are not waterproof. You can get waterproof ones that are like 100 quid. Well, you can get ham radio ones that go like across countries and you like hack the government. Let's not do that. But some of them are starting to get banned now because they don't want certain. The government are changing anyway what they use. As soon as these were invented to go in here, they just changed their. Well, yes. Anyway. Uh, James, that noise comes out. No, James? Wait. What are you trying to do? Yeah. Just yeah. trying to wrap it in plastic. Yeah. That would make it rainproof. Rainproof. I've turned it off. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we talking about as far as um, martial arts today? Uh, you were just talking about how you're doing your. Oh, we're going to be getting some gladiator sparring poles. I don't know what they are. Helmets and ends. He. <laughs> Poles, and um. Do you know what you could do? But sorry, what one of them is someone's bag? It'd <laughs> be like a mile behind and just go. This is your conscience speaking. Okay, so, do you um, know what I heard? I actually heard a, a story about um a prince speaking of hearing voices. So, prince was in his hotel room, and after a gig, and he calls up his, you know, handler or whatever and says, there are blanking, I'm hearing, you know, blanking voices in the blanking wall and, you know, you gotta come and, y'all gotta come and fix this. And so they're thinking, what is he on? But then they go in and they do hear voices coming from the wall. Oh, no. And it turned out... Is it a hotel? It's at a hotel. Yeah, so it's the people in the next room. No, no, it wasn't. There was actually a lady had crawled into a space in back of his bed 
there was like a crawl space, and she was reading him passages from the Bible. <laughs> because she knew. To try and convince him to let, let go of his evil ways in her head. <laughs> oh, wow. How did she get into his room? I don't know. She, she got into the crawl space, so obviously she worked careful, there maybe or something. Careful with that car, please. So, but anyway. <laughs> Um, so what are you practicing now, mate? What is this? So now we're working more with sticks because of yeah. social distancing. Yeah, it gives us a chance to do stuff. Yeah, and you guys are doing that, and we, we're getting the um, the padded sticks tomorrow and the padded headgear tomorrow. So, but what were you learning? What was this? Um, like lesson one, how to move with a stick. <laughs> but what is it called? Uh, Carly. K-A-L-I. Uh-huh. It's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. If you think oh, it's just a stick, you just swing at someone and they die. But it's too hard. It's too hard oh, Kung move. Fu. All it is is like hitting a punch. Yeah. Everything is hard. It's, you know, it's... It, that's why every martial art is hard. It looks simple. That's the whole thing. When you're a master, you make it look simple. So this is going to be the new thing. Yeah, because then we could always do it, isn't it? You think this is what half a meter? Yeah, it is. It's about half a meter. Uh, yeah. So if I've got a half a meter stick and someone else has got a half a meter stick, then we're at least a meter away. Uh, if we're just hitting sticks, mm. doing drills. Maybe that'll be the new thing to do. Probably you can't walk around with a stick in your head. I did. I went on the bus with this in my bag. You can have a walking <laughs> stick. You can have a walking stick, True. and you can like you know. Yeah, you raise a good point though. But if you're, because I was coming here for us to do training legally, I'm allowed to carry a training practice. This is a stick. It's got even like. Is it better than bacon? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if it's um, if it's like a sword, you, it has to be in a case locked, like yeah. in your boot of your car. Mm -hmm. uh, but realistically, the reason I have this stick is to do martial arts practice. Mm. It's just a piece of piece of stick. Mm. So, but me and James are realising, yeah, uh, was it two days ago? The impact that this has when you just flick your wrist. You flick your wrist. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. You don't it's just like, do that. You oh, yeah. <laughs> you flick it at the, at the end. Have you got a patch? Well, it's like using a. Um... Drumstick. It's like using a drumstick. It's like using a whip. I do it on the wall. Do it on that. No, no. Um, what about the? Uh, we have the kick pad somewhere. Where's the kick pad? It's on the, the shelf. It's on the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> the secondary idea is that if you were to be attacked with a weapon and you had a chance to see it, then you put it on the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it gives you. Confidence to move out the way of objects. Mm. Um, yeah, there's loads of videos online of like people being attacked with baseball bats. Sometimes they block it. Sometimes they, they grab the arm. Sometimes they move out the way. Sometimes they get an object. All of those things, but it all gets better when you understand. Or actually, if you move in, then yeah, the, then, in. The, then the then um, the momentum of the of the yeah. strike doesn't hit you as hard. Theoretically, when they're pulling their arm back, there's a there's you can you can counter up into a point where there's like a point of no return because it's already out. So, like James says, similar to a punch, you could counter it all the way until the point where it's sort of coming out. And mm -hmm. you have to move out the way to absorb yeah. it. So, yeah. Mm. Like that. Mm. So the impact's insane. Now it's just a flick. 
yeah. flick of the wrist, if that hit you on the whatever. Shins, where, where And the thing is that I'm not even tired from doing it. That amount of impact you couldn't really get from. Yeah, um, careful. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> People are gonna say there's like fireworks going off or something. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, but you can tell the impact on that is massive, and it's just a stick. That's so, why somebody up with a weapon is always well, not always. Yeah. I was thinking about that on the way here, but yeah. What is better, if you have a weapon or if you're trained? Both. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, be trained with a weapon, so if you ever lose it, you still got something. Mm. Oh yeah, but um. So it gives us a chance to train with distancing. Mm -hmm. It means that we can use weapons if we ever picked one up or took one off someone, or like James is ne next to the bottle, that could also be mm. a weapon. Yeah. You know, and the, the, the idea is the lines of attack, there's only, so, like we mm -hmm. were saying, there's only so many ways you can kick. Sort of like mm. straight up, round, reverse, across. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like that, you know. There's only so no, many lines probably. of attack. Yeah. Or it's like that, that Chinese woman in, in San Francisco a couple of weeks ago who got, you know, hit by a guy who was an Asia, attack on Asians. And she had a stick with her. I thought it was something she pulled up from the ground, but she actually had a stick with her that kind of looked like a, um... Oh, what's that game you guys play that I don't understand? Cricket. Cricket. It looked like a <laughs> cricket bat. Oh, yeah. And she brought... She took it with her for protection, but it didn't look very dangerous at all looked like a cricket bat and she i think she kind of used it like as a, a walking stick mm. and she hit back at this guy and you know mm. broke his arm I mean, yeah. you know just yeah, beat the snot out of him so you know it's it's different in yeah different, like, in she was 73 and this yeah. guy was young yeah, this, well she got the element of surprise yeah. so she, she had, did she had yeah. the, if you have a superior strategy you, you can't really beat that yeah. Also, he wasn't probably expecting uh, it to fight. He fight definitely back. wasn't. Well, yeah, I mean, the, if he was yeah, expecting it, then he would have been a harder. Yeah, opponent. the video that they showed because nobody saw it, nobody videoed it happening. But afterwards, like she had a black eye, um, and she was upset that he had hit her, and, and saying, "Why did he do it?" But the, you know, the ambulance <laughs> was there, and <laughs> basically, you know, and but he was the ambulance was there, and he was take, being taken off by a stretcher, and his arm was at an odd angle. You know, so he looked stunned. It was kind of like, well, don't mess with people. So, yeah. Yeah. it's the, uh, um, because in here in England, you can't carry anything for the means of self defense legally. If it, even if I have like this plastic bottle, if I buy this online as a self defense plastic bottle, even though it's just a plastic bottle, this is then illegal. Anything for the means of self defense is classed as a premeditated weapon. Yeah. No way. So even if I said, oh, I carry a pencil for self-defense, you can still be prosecuted for that because you're premeditatedly thinking you thinking can use about it as it. a yeah. weapon. Oh, yeah. So me carrying a stick, I'm not going, oh, this is a weapon. <coughs> I'm going, well, I want to practice training when I get to my friend's house. That's it. Goodness sakes. That's in, so, but that's, what kind of training? That is so... Carly training, so stick, stick versus stick training. That's... Drills. But that's weapon, isn't it? But it's no, he's it's not, not using. Intent. He's not. He's not intending to defend yeah. himself. He's intending to train with it. Train. Like when I went to the park, I stopped, I was hitting the metal post on my own. No, no one got up to everyone's walking past. They have just hit like a dong dong. But that was my intent. My intent was to go to the park and practice uh, a Filipino martial art on a piece of metal. But then, if it's you intention, it's a technicality. 
But that doesn't make any sense because uh-huh. then if you learn self-defense, so you learn it for self-defense and somebody attacks you and you injure them defending yourself, then, then how... I was, then it comes off... It, as long as you act reasonably based on the level threat, then it's just classed as defending yourself. If I if someone's on the floor and they hit them 55 times with a stick and started screaming and jumping on their head, that's too much. Okay. But if like say if I if you had a if you had bought a few tins from Audi, have you ever heard of the thing a lock in a sock? What people do in prisons? Oh. They get a lock or a belt buckle and they put it inside. Oh yeah. The sock and it's like, they they use that. Like there's that there used to be a thing. My granddad told me used they used to put a load of two peas in a sock. Yeah. And the weight of that, and you would use that as a weapon. You used to have that in your pocket, or he did. Um, Goodness sakes. But yeah, they. What? Where's my point with this? Uh, Premeditated weapon. Yeah, that you can, you know, so you can basically have a can of peas and. Oh yeah. So say if you went shopping, you got a load of tin cans. Someone attacked you. You went, oh, with your bag. That is effectively like, yeah. is it a mace or something? It's a heavy thing. Yeah. Like a, it's a mace. Yeah. So yeah. that is, that was something. That was an improvised weapon that you used under threat. So then mm. it's not classed as you're carrying a weapon. It's crazy because in obviously other countries you can just oh, you can have a gun. I was about people. to say in America yeah. you can have up and carry for goodness yeah. sakes. But um, it's I think it's different in different states. I've only heard it on YouTube that if you have like a note, if you have a, maybe a license in one place but not the other, or if yeah. you're driving across borders, suddenly yeah, you break it can be yeah. So it's that's all it is. But yeah, in terms of self-defense, you would I. I I've done lots. We've done loads of striking and imp and um, no weapon stuff. So it's nice for me to learn the skill and the art of using a stick. Mm. Yeah, because someone might have a stick and I might um, take it off them. Yeah, <laughs> they might take it off them, or there might be one on the floor. Mm. And it, it's nice to know that if I'm if I was losing a fight, because anything that can go wrong, wrong will go wrong. Murphy's <laughs> law. I heard that today. I thought that's true. Like eventually, if it's possible to go wrong, it will at one point. So it's nice to have the backup. Oh, if you if you say if you were injured or tired, like and you didn't really have a lot left in you, and you thought, oh, there's an object there, you, you know, it gives you an extra thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it also it makes you yes. understand the lines of attack for knife, stick, bat, because like the stabs they do are forward, around, and this way. But if you think about it, if I stab you forward. Or I stab you around, or around the other way. There's no other way to physically stab you. It's either straight, or round, or up. Up is sort of straight, so you've got up, round, straight. Same with the hips. It can only be diagonal, mm. vertical, or horizontal, or, or a leaning slightly towards one other. Have you been? Have you looked on? Um... And if you look at a stick, thing, oh, it's just a piece of wood. But really, it's versatile. So mm. it's, it's fascinating. Kind of like learning. I wonder if they actually have like martial art words. Because I'm thinking of like an extension of your arm would mean it would be kind of like how praying mantis uses their arms because they have like the extension bit. Yeah, like that. Yeah. So wicked, crazy picture of a praying mantis that had it. It was a, a warning that if you see a praying mantis on a hummingbird feeder. You should make sure you get it off the hummingbird feeder because they're waiting there to attack the hummingbirds. Oh, yeah. and it was a crazy one. This praying mantis had killed a hummingbird and was eating it. Yeah, <laughs> they eat their prey alive, don't they? Because I, I know there's a praying mantis martial arts style, and I wonder if they use the 
mantis style when they use, well, when they, they're using weapons. They kick them and then eat, eat, start yeah. eating them. No, they don't eat. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually the praying mantis style is more along the lines of um, finding the right opportunity, mm. waiting for the opportunity, the perfect opportunity to hit. Mm. Is that that's the core of that style? It's you know it's being patient and waiting yeah, for the opening. Like, I'm sure there's like. Like there's like bear, kung fu, tiger, crane. There's every also, animal. Yeah, every animal. Every, yeah, every animal, every insect has been imitated. But if you put them up, if you put every single way of fighting or hunting or killing someone, don't take this on the wrong way if you're not going down the crazy line. But it would all there'd be so much overlap. You could probably condense it down to things like angles of attack. Because all martial arts have got a straight attack mm. around. But if attack. you're studying an animal attack, animals are basically built like humans are. I mean, they're, we're all mammals, and our, our bones move a certain way, and our joints move yeah. a certain way. Based on how but many legs you have, how many arms you yeah. have, things like that. Unless but if you study an insect, the insect's arms don't move the same way that ours do. Uh, Unless you're know. an octopus. Or a spider. Well, it's an insect. And an yeah. octopus a is a cephalopod. It's got eight legs and can move. Cephalopod. Our legs move in fish. certain directions. It's a fish. It's a fish. <laughs> legs, man. But a, but a squid yeah. or a or a octopus mm. can move its legs wherever it wants. Yeah, yeah. I think it's has it got nerves. I think it's got nerve pathways. It's got a brain on each leg. Each so leg. a brain yeah. on each leg. So literally, what there could it's the whole independent. So it's like a master brain controlling eight yeah. brains. You should watch this. Um, what is it on Netflix? That's my octopus teacher. Yeah. Oh, a beautiful film. It's called My Octopus Teacher, and it's about this guy who like came across an octopus while he was um, snorkeling on the coast of, off the coast of South Africa. Beautiful film. Distributed processing. Is it now? Yes. That's lovely, honey. You have. Oh. You have. You have a. Oh. No, go on. Continue. Where you have. You have one controlling. But is thing, it still the octopus? Uh, but you allow, you allow the other bits to kind of have a bit of control. Uh huh. And you you you're just sending out the. The signals and, and allowing, each separate bit, to process, independently. Isn't that kind of like muscle memory, like when no. you're learning about when you're doing no, but when you're doing kung fu. And the reason why we do the drills all the time is so that you learn the muscle memory, so you don't even have to think your muscles actually move the right way. No, that's that's learning routine. No, but it's muscle memory. Yes, routine is it's pushed. But it's muscle memory. Your mem your muscles remember the right way to move. So your brain remembers. So, yeah, but the right uh, way to move. but sometimes it's like before you even think it, the your concept, muscles, your yeah, your muscles come up. And, Physically, it's different, but the concept is the same. Is that you don't think I'm gonna move my arm and then it goes it sort of moves on its own yeah although yes it is controlled by your nervous system it's detached from what you're focused on mm. so like you've got your what you're thinking about doing you focus on what you're thinking and some other bits if you train it loads and loads it, it, they it, will I think what it is it, it becomes rather automatic than, rather yeah so rather than you having to think right I'm gonna block mm. you just do it you just do it yeah yeah or you've done it, and then you, you know, you'll find that you've actually already, you've already defended yourself before yeah. you even thought about it. I know that. I'm too well defended. Ha 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 ha! 
Speaking of animals and mechanical animals, you know that robot dog you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, so it's in the military now. Isn't yeah, it? it's in the French military. Do you remember when oh, we said God. on one of these podcasts that those dogs could be? Do you remember? Go yeah. About five of them. I knew. I knew it. I saw it and I thought, oh my gosh, yeah. I have to tell Harrison yeah. <laughs> they're using those great. dogs, the headless dogs, in the, you know, the robot dogs you in the French do, military. I think, I think they're putting guns on them or something so that they'll breach a room altogether. <clears throat> so the, the robot dog, can you imagine just sitting in a room and a robot dog flies at you and there's people with guns. She completely cracks oh, yeah, It's that, crazy. Give that five years and there'll be... Yeah, they'll be, they'll be a very good organization of using robots. They'll within. be pack, they'll yeah. be pack, pack hunting. Right? And then, well, do oh, they don't even. Soldiers? Well, think how well, easy would all it be? Going, they're all going yeah. to pack. Well, like James, I think it was they're James that said They all communicate together, like time. dogs do, but you know, Wi-Fi, whatever. Yeah, the same as what you're saying about the octopus. If they had a, a central intelligence thing, like a central brain that they connected to, uh, then they could all go round. And all be feeding live information about yeah. they could be patrolling the streets. You, it could not replace the police or army, but it could supplement it a lot. Or consensus. Yeah. So like, like there's a there's a quorum of belief. Yeah. Controlled so, by someone on a computer. Oh goodness sakes! Not even like that. The Terminator not, not even being... that. It's 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 Protocol. it's a thing um, in computing. It's it's called it's 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 quorum. So you have you have an odd number. Of things, right? And if it was even, wouldn't work with an even number. But if you have an odd number, it's the majority that make the decision. Oh yeah. So if if a decision had to be made, there would be a conversation between all all of members and a quorum. So three out three out of the five members. If they got the, if they all thought the same thing, that's what they would do. A quorum or quorum? Quorum. It's like democracy. Oh, not Q U O. It's a bit like demo yeah, demo democracy. Yeah, democracy. Democracy with artificial Sounds like the hive mind. Yeah, pretty much, isn't it? That's what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. So you imagine you've got robots everywhere, and they decide as a group, and they all know mm -hmm. where each other is at all times. I actually have heard that there, there's um, AI intelligence research being done about studying bees and ants and getting robots to think like a hive mind. Didn't they put um, robotic, what is it, not mosquitoes, midges or something on in the sea, thousands of them, to do something, something for the environment. I'll have to try and find that. I don't know whether someone was planning to create like robotic bees or... I'm not sure they are. Or Mate, guys, check it out. Listen. There's an airplane going overhead. Going on oh, I don't, want to, I don't want to even think about going on away. But that's so that, odd to hear an airplane again. That could be the start of our real survival mission. We go on holiday, and then the, the UK crashes. border closes, and then it's COVID-69. Who knows? I mean, I know there are still... You know how Australia and New Zealand are like Shangri-La right now because they don't have any COVID anymore. They were strict there the are still... But there are still Australian citizens who are not allowed to get back in because they closed the borders, and these people are just stuck outside of Australia and New Zealand. Oh, wow. They can't get back in, and that's, that's the whole thing. Like, um, they're, they're very angry about the fact that um, Hollywood, there's a lot of Hollywood superstars 
uh, that are living in Australia right now because it's there's more freedom there. And they got in, but the actual Australians couldn't get in. Wow. Well, it's probably so, something to do with money. Yeah. Yeah. It does have a lot awesome. to do with money, and they're they're angry about that. But, yeah, there's... Poor, you know, there's there's a thing of just yeah that um, Australia the, the the citizens can't get in because they closed the borders. Dang, and what if they do that in England? Because if they did it on one island and two islands, what's wrong? What's going to stop them from doing it on a third one? Got, the thing is, it's not us that's closed borders. Yeah, both to everyone else. It's, it's easy if you go, mate. Yeah. Oh, let me get this. We're the ones who have been banned from going anywhere. <laughs> True. But it's quite funny. It's, it's not the other way around. Usually, usually yeah. it's England discriminating against everyone, but uh, now we're being discriminated against. Yeah. Uh, so. yeah. Cheers, but I know a positive thing. Certain, you know, there are certain countries who who can come in because they're in that, yeah. that green zone. And but, um, if you looked at every decision that's been made in the last year and compared it to the countries, we'd look like apps. Like well, to, uh, yeah, then, you to like at, then, then you look at the United States Brazil. <laughs> and Brazil. Well, there's, yeah. we're, we're not on the best. <clears throat> I think we're probably on the top two or three of the crappiest countries yeah. that have dealt with it. But yeah. everyone knows it. And they're just like, do you know what? I made a comment on um, Canadian Prepper. That, that guy's YouTube channel is fantastic. I, I made a comment on one of these videos saying that how I'm um, doing more exercise and I'm, you know, more focused and stuff and I'm eating better since watching that channel I obviously watch Wes Watson as well that guy who swears all the time mm-hmm. but um, yeah well it's not it's, he this the Canadian prepper I don't know what his real name is he said basically um, no matter what gear or skills you have if you're unfit like if you can't jog run if you get an injury stuff like that mm-hmm. it could all go to pot like mm-hmm. that's the first thing so I was like, oh, damn, that's right. If you're not nutritionally fit as well, because if you don't have enough vitamin C in your body, well, you don't have enough, if you don't have enough... Think of the injury, no more yeah. backs. You can't but if fall, you don't have enough nutrients in your body, yeah. if you come down with something, your body's immune system won't be able and to then, fight it off. So if everyone got a cold, it would be the people with the worst health that would probably die. Yes. Or that's if, how it happens if, all the time. If everyone had to jump off a cliff, it would be the people who were more static. No, I keep saying static is weak. Mm. Is that the people that are more static will probably get longer term injuries or take longer to recover, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's when I went, oh crap, because yeah. I would because I did my backing, so I was literally not, I wasn't doing anything, and then I thought I can't literally. It's got to the point where I was getting injured because I wasn't doing anything, and I was like, that's not right. And now we have Georgie to torture us. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. I mean, doing the things like when we're going on the bike. George, or Georgie doesn't sticks, torture us. You know? Georgie makes us work out. Yeah. So. Yeah, this... but it's, it's needed though because it's not working out though is it it's it's, it's yoga more like physio. it's more like physio it but is, it's, it's it's really good i've learned so much stuff what's I'm what gets me is when he has us like doing a plank and he'll be talking like it's not even bothering him yeah. and he'll be like so now you have to be thinking about your breathing and mm. think about how you're supposed to be focusing on a certain part of your body. And I, yeah, and I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> my arms are shaking and he's just going on and I'm like, stop talking, Georgie. <laughs> I've done that before. It's to show the people that that where you are in the mental control. Yeah. That's what it's for. It's almost like a tease. Like in, in Birmingham when we weren't allowed to eat or drink. Uh-huh. Um, the, tea, the 
Yeah, but you could have water, right? Well, yeah, you, well, technically, yes. But realistically, you're constantly swept off your feet, so you wouldn't eat, sleep, or drink properly for two weeks. Mm. They, 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 get, they allowed you just enough breaks so you didn't, like, go and have a seat, like, literally pass out. But it was... But anyway, what they used to do is... Um, if we haven't eaten in a while, the like the assistant instructors would sort of just like whilst we were like half asleep, like eyes black and sort of like that, um, they would eat like near us so oh, that we could smell mean. it. But then there was the the, the head. Um, I don't know who it was, but he, he's quite cool. And he was just sitting there, like, very calm, like he didn't even smell it, just like watching everyone. Like he was just, it didn't affect him. And like he would get other people's stuff. Like, touch the water, give it to someone else, but he wouldn't even look at it. Like, he didn't need it. So, like... It's a toughening up thing. Yeah. Like, um, remember in Band of Brothers? Oh, yeah. I, I read about Band of Brothers. Like, um, they made that elite forces um, in World War Two, And one of the things they actually had them do was they... Um, they said, oh, we're going to have a um, celebration. You know, good job, guys. You, you've done really well. You've worked really hard. And they fed him a huge spaghetti dinner. And then the master sergeant came up and said, we're going to do a, a march up up this hill. There was like this hill that they had. We're going to do a quick march up this hill now. And they had to drop everything and go. Yeah. And they actually, like, if they all ended up throwing up. But anyone who slowed down or stopped was picked up by a truck that was right there, brought back to the barracks. They had to pack up all their stuff and leave. I mean, they were like nothing, you know, it was just like, they were, so it was just kind of like, you were forced to even control, you know, get through sickness and hunger and, ugh, I mean, it made them the best of the best, but my gosh, you know. I say it's 95% how you think. Mental. Mental. Yeah, well, the reason why these guys survived so well in World War Two was because they were pushed to that extent. Yeah. You know, it's like they say that you can go your whole career without ever having um, like a threat. They said that mm -hmm. like you could be protecting the world, most you know whatever deadliest people to protect because people are after them. But if you do your job right, you could be going ten, twenty years and never have to physically use force on anyone. Or mm -hmm. extract anyone because if you've got the right people in the right place at the right time, then there is no weakness, there is no gap. Mm. So if, if if you're always planning ahead, you start the day, the night before. Do you remember I used to call you guys? I was ironing my shirts like at midnight, yeah, and then I had to get up at five. <laughs> every remember. every day starts the night before. Every hour starts ten minutes early. Every mm. week starts yeah. on Sunday. It's everything's in advance. Yeah, because by the time you're standing there. You, you're already bloody five moves ahead. You've already got three day supplies in your backpack. Like, there's no way. And then if you lose your like, sense of control, when you go like in anger mode or what they call it, code black panic, all you see is like what's in front of you. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, you can't plan ahead. You can't zoom out. You can't. But yeah. That's kind of like um, there's a. Uh, do you know James Corden's. Um carpool karaoke and when he was in england he went with paul mccartney to liverpool and it was the first time paul mccartney had been back in liverpool in like 20 years i swear and it was like a 
it literally stopped traffic for one and it was just like this explosion of like wherever he went the instant he showed up somewhere crowds of people and um he went to his old place where he like he spent his teenage years and it's a museum now but he like was talking about it and he came out and you could tell who the well the security guards were all wearing blue shirts but it was just like you could see the fine line they had to have where it was like where Paul McCartney looked relaxed and looked approachable. Yeah. So they let some people come in, like mm -hmm. some people came, were able to come up to him and shake his hand and the guy was like, oh, my brother's named after you. And you know, my, my dad, we played my, we played your music at my dad's funeral. And he's like, oh, hey, uh, we gotta go. And he's just like really approachable, but it was like you could tell the security yeah. guards were close to him, but not too close to him. And you know, just like really, just you got, you should watch that that video just to see how the security guards were acting around him. So, because you could see there was just this massively fine line between what's okay and what's not okay. And you could tell these guys were like bricking it, being like the thing <sighs> with the the what uh, the, look, does this look any different? If if I go. Oh, let me shake your hand. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. take a photo. Or yeah. so any they're like their eyes yeah. are like you know. And there was tons of people with everybody had their phone their phones out and everybody was yeah. you know taking so imagine it. trying to see with all the flashes and everyone putting their hands in and out of their pockets. They've got to see if it's they yeah. Got, what is it? Yeah, that you know that there was a bloke who come up to was walking past me and James in the park the other day, and it pops in my head: heads, hands, waist, head, hands, waist. So you always look at someone's shade, face. Like a face real shady character. Yeah. There probably, is a shady guy who's yeah. going through the park actually. He's yeah, been like following really... he's been like following women at um oh, in Nonsuch Park. Oh no, so... it's the wrong park. Oh okay. well, I suppose you could change parks. Where we do did basketball. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, so not that one. Yeah. But yeah, um there's a fine line there's the same fine line as what we were talking about with the stick. There's a point at which you <coughs> can act and then there's a point at which it's too late. But there's a point. Yeah. There's a there's a point when you should act mm. for, in self-defense and when you're mm. of off being offensive. But that's how things are in life, anyway. Mm. When do when line. do you react? There's a fine line between reacting and mm. being calm and you know letting things go. It's which way was the contact, Harrison? Left. Which way did you shout? Right. <laughs> When we used to do that, when when our English friends used to 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 raise the two fingers to people, yeah. if they did it to an American, they would go, "Yeah, peace to you too, man." <laughs> That's not right. Mm. Not everything. It's like with us. If we told like when I trained with you, James, it's so hard for me to pull anything off because you know all my moves. But that's yeah. that's what's best for me because but that's because you guys have to, been training together for yeah. four years now. So yeah. if, you, if I approach if someone or if I approached or whatever someone who doesn't know anything about me, I've mm. got the I've got every single move that they haven't seen. Yeah. All all my sequences, all my backup plans, all my combinations, they don't know what the hell's coming. And there's no way like I just roll off one after the other after the other, and eventually one of them will get. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, if someone knows your moves, then they anticipate it. Yeah. By the way, did you notice how many people have been walking by? Yeah. That's people, a new thing too. Yeah. A lot of going, people are out. Because well, this Monday, houses. people go to people's houses. Oh. This Monday, the pubs are open. 
Uh, yeah, people are going to. Huh? Play checkers in the pub. Then you've got to go outside and it's going to be cold. Yeah, and you have to actually reserve a table. Mm. Well, it's it's just been nice having people over. I had people over. I had my friend over mm. this today after we walked her dogs. You know, in, <laughs> in some countries, when you do this, it means that you want another drink. <laughs> your drink. No, 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 but I think it's an African thing, someone told me. If you go like this to your neck in Russia, if you like, if you, um, yeah. tap your neck, it means you want another drink in Russian. Yeah. Can you, like, this, remember what we said the other episode, you have to know the language. Yeah. Because if you don't, if you do the wrong thing, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Can you imagine the crap you could get into? Going to Italy and doing that, because you've got an itchy chin. Yeah. <laughs> But it's why, yeah, it's why it's so difficult to be a spy, oh, because you don't Brazil, seem to know. that means... Yeah, that no. means something worse than, yeah. yeah. Does it? Yeah. But in American, this is a, this is this a is symbol good. for F. But it's that, F. isn't it? F. It's, it's that. If, a, you know, B, C, D, E, F. How is that an E? Oh, I see, right. E, F, G, It's H, like all the, all, the, all, the, all the cool kids do that. <laughs> Well, it's just, you know, nobody in America knew, knows still what it means, you know, half the time. With two fingers. Two fingers up, they're like, oh, peace. With the joints for, pay, facing forward. Yes. Two fingers. So, so there you go. Yeah. So you never know when is the right time to move. You get you have to pick your moments. Oh, yeah. Um, I've got to mention earlier about um, the only way, what I was trying to get at at the beginning the only way to defend something is to learn it mm. the only way to counter something so to be able to defend boxing you learn boxing wrestling learn wrestling to be able to defend criminals you sort of have to learn to be mm. you need to know know your enemy yeah that's what it comes down to and like stick it's a, or bat you have to you have to know it to be able to survive it mm. if you don't know something exists it's like the same as some, like a stranger approaching me and I've got all these tools. They don't know it exists, so they can't... How do you defend mm. it? You have it's, to know the enemy, always. Yeah. But then there's like the... You're saying there's that you fine line of yourself. preparing and action, and but then you can over-prepare, and you don't want to end up being like a crazy Midwest prepper, you know, who's who's got a bunker yeah, somewhere in, in the mountains, yeah. you know, and stored up everything, and, you know, it, you don't want to get to that level. You still want to have a reasonable, you know, it's balance. It is so hard. And yeah, it has to all do with, like, the tipping point of things. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, the tipping point of when you can defend and when you have to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. The tipping point of when you prepare and when you actually move. Yeah, it take, if it's, it's taken over your life and you're spending 75% of your life preparing and yeah. 25% actually living. living, that's too much. Yeah. If you did it, say, 50-50, that's probably a good But know, how do you know what's 50-50? That's well, the thing. Well, seven days in a week, you spend, three, you know, three and a half, you, you alternate. You spend, it, yeah. It's you work, spend, you well, spend half the day preparing, half the day doing. <laughs> but then there's, like, the work-life balance, and then there's the, the it's so just the whole if, thing. On an example of someone who gets home at like six or something, I suppose we're working from home now. They have a, like on your lunch break, you could go for a walk, and that keeps your health in some sort of check. And like when we was doing the classes of an evening, we did mm-hmm. it every Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, yeah, yeah. And Sunday. So 
that was about four days out of the seven, so the majority of the week, to be honest, that was a little bit much. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was it was enough for James actually. Oh, yeah. it, it, it definitely kept James fat. Yeah, we're, and there's we're teaching, so yeah. we have to show that we're willing to experience more pain than anybody else alive. That's what the role is. <laughs> yeah, to be tougher than everybody else, or to to be willing to fail more times than the other person even tries. That's the, that's the big thing. That's what a good teacher does. Yeah, but that's that's. Yeah, but that's what we yeah, do. You don't want to be a rubbish teacher, do you? Yeah, no, but no. a lot of teachers don't ever want to show failure in front of their students. Well, I'll happily show I think show you'll probably list. get a lot more respect if you do. Yeah. But there's a lot of ego involved. Oh, true. Mm. I think the poor teachers are the ones that, yeah, don't ever want to show weakness, don't ever want to show that they've failed. Yeah, you think, where does that come from? Ego. Insecurity. Yeah. yeah. It comes from insecurity because they haven't mm. failed enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're told that if you make a mistake, it's bad. You know, when all, the main thing is that you... could go down that rabbit hole for hours. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Don't because yeah, you don't learn unless you make mistakes. But basically, yeah, yeah the, if we, we stick it on the balance thing, yeah, that like, um, so you work throughout the day and say you've got, say you've got five week evenings and a weekend. Uh, you could say, well, the weekend I've got two whole days and I've got five week nights, so... Every other day I'll exercise, and that'll be my physical and mental preparation. Do you know what I mean? And throughout this exercise, I will do some, maybe some weapons work just because it's fun. You know, I'll do some cardio in case one day I might need to run away from someone. You know, all different stuff. I'll do some striking, I might do some grappling. And so then you've got a sort of got a balance of what you want to learn. Or camping as a hobby. The balance, and then the, yeah, the balance between the heart and the mind. And the body. It's it's uh, hard not to overdo it. That's what um, Sensei Chenkin has told me. It's the balance. It's it's the it's you know it's the path. That's Mr. The Taoist ways, huh? Mr. Miyagi. Well, it's Taoism. It's yeah, and and what did Mr. Jenkins say? Uh, Sensei Jenkins. uh, Don't overdo it. (laughs) Yeah. On my first class, I was on a Tuesday, I said, is there a class tomorrow? I'll, I'll be finished. <laughs> and he just laughed at me and walked uh. away. <laughs> oh, he didn't laugh, but he just sort of smiled. Because that's what he did. He just, he did 40... Hmm? 40, how many years did he do? 42 years in Aikido. Mm. He trained like, don't even know, probably something like four or five times a week for 40 years. Solid. And that's it, a, know, yeah, that's it, a calling. He was epic, epic dude. Well, obviously, he yeah. had a massive effect on you. Yeah, he, he was the the only the real the only real sort of the realist teacher. Get, like we're saying, failed more times than someone else has tried. Yeah, and that happens, lo- you know, probably yeah, something like good. fifty, a hundred times in an hour. Something mm-hmm. ridiculous. You think you're doing that for two hours, four times a week for 40 years. That's a lot of falling. A lot of getting up. Yep. And that's why that, that, that thing radiates. Like, if, if he was sitting in my seat here, you'd feel like some energy. Like, you literally feel his presence. <laughs> some people cool. are like that. Yeah. Kevin Chan's like that. Yeah. Because he's, he's, I think that's down he to... Would, he would be, he would be sitting down. No, he'd be probably... Pacing? Yeah, he'd, he'd probably be planning something like he's... He likes to be active, but it's because the amount of work that they put in. Mm. Like, see if we train, what, three hours a day? He's over 50 and he still trains three hours a day. Three mm. hours. We're over 50 now. 
Yeah, we're not yeah. training three hours a day. Yeah, but you think, he's, do, he's done it, he, well, yeah. maybe 25, 30 years now. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. But yeah, so... But then that's their that's their livelihood. Yeah, and that's, so you know, they've made what, that... But that is their balance. So you train, I agree with you. Say you train hard three hours, but then, what, that's midday. Mm -hmm. And you've got the rest of the day to do, like, I don't know, go do physio, go... You know, do your family, be with your family, job, do your stretches, do all your other stuff. Yeah, but mm -hmm. it fit in because yeah, there's no back without the front. I, I read that yesterday. <laughs> True. There's no back without the front. If you don't work hard, there is no relaxation. There's no. just nothing. True. It's just Although... sitting there being annoyed. <laughs> yeah. It's a balance that anyone can get. But can you like say if you were in a coma? two yes. years and you could hear and see everything but you can't move oh. that's, that's locked in syndrome that's, 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 not, that's not relaxing no that's just I'm, well that's I'm basically we've been in a coma <laughs> we've well we've been in locked in and we've been locked in we've been in lockdown yeah. for a year yeah i reckon yes. now's the opportunity because we've all like <clears throat> been living in our own bubbles and we can't go out yeah, yeah. now's the perfect time to send a whole load of us to mars I love you. Yeah. Because you have to. He's <laughs> got a point. You're in. always obsessed with yeah. Mars. Don't put any but of this he's, in. He's got a point, though. Because you know, we're now we're conditioned. Yeah. Now we know to we can stay do it in a, a confined space. Oh my goodness. For a long time. So you're saying the whole COVID nineteen scare and everything it's been is planned. because been planned so we can all travel to Mars. Yes. You know what? With the crazy stuff that's happened this year, I would not be surprised. <laughs> nothing will shock me anymore. Knock on wood, because every time I say nothing shocks me, something weird happens. That's not wood. I know, but it's okay. Yeah. So we've got going to Mars and robot dogs. Yeah. All you need, literally, all you'd need is a massive dome about 100 miles long. Right? Every plant, that's all. That's all. <laughs> every plant in the world... And every animal in the world in an ecosystem, like the story of oh, yeah. Noah. It's like the like, Ark with Huey, Dewey, yeah. and Louie. No, but seriously, that, uh, that's uh, what was the name of that movie? With um the comedy bloke. No, no, it's with Bruce. It was a it was oh, a nineteen seventies movie. No, no, it was a nineteen eighties movie, and it makes 70s. James cry. Nineteen seventies, because it has these three robots, <laughs> and it's this guy who like different. is on a is on a spaceship that has. It's like a biodome, and it has all of the species of plants, and he's like the caretaker of this species. And he has these yeah. three robots, Huey, Louie, and Dewey, and one of them gets injured, and and they hobble around, don't they? Like little little hobble. He's very sensitive. And this, this this one has has a broken, breaks yeah. breaks his foot or something, so mm. he can't quite move his foot properly. James. And when I was young, I just bawled my eyes out. You just it's have a thing for robots. Thing. No, it's just I've just like don't like seeing things like seeing things so far. Mm. I know, my love. It's all good. But anyway, but... you get this dome right with all the dogs. <laughs> and what, two Harrison is like yeah. that was an odd yeah. random and thing. That's <laughs> right, that's right. But if you have every okay. plant and every animal, you yes. can make an ecosystem, replicate, yeah, and have solar panels that actually don't. I can't swear. Don't mess it up with oil and all. Yeah. You know, 
actually yeah. do it smart and think more sustainable. You could put people in Mars on a bubble, security could be robots, everything could be solar powered because the sun ain't going anywhere for five trillion years. Yeah, but mm. as you go out oh, yeah. away from the sun. It'd have to be, maybe, maybe it's a rocket or a, or a satellite that goes towards the sun, which is like 50 kilometers long, which is just covered in solar panels. Mm. And then it fully charges and it, and it comes back. And that's how it does its thing. Unless they do something with the carbon. Do you know why Neptune, it rains know. diamonds? Can you imagine that? So why has no one gone there then? Well, because it's, it's so bloody low, far away. Yeah, and, and it also is, you know, toxic. It rains diamonds. Rains diamonds. What kind of diamonds? Yeah. Diamond diamonds? You I didn't know there was di carbon. diamonds. Uh, it rains diamonds, apparently. Oh. Diamonds On Venus, it rains me methane. And on... Um, Oh gosh, what is, there's like other planet that all That's the, quite ironic, isn't it? Something that everybody might think they want in the materialistic world. And it, it goes, just rains As you it. go to grab it, it will kill you. It's yeah, well. Why is it, to, what would that be toxic? Chemicals. The chemicals, atmosphere. yeah, there's, there's no, no there's, there's no oxygen. No plants. Yeah. Well, you've got to put a mask on the bottom Ooh, of Hang on a minute. <laughs> Easy. Hang on a minute. What? What other planets could we habitate with plants? Well, apparently there's a, um, oh, there's is it Io? One of the moons of yeah, Jupiter. Yeah, one of the Jupiter. It's got, it's is it, it might be habitable. Ice world. Yeah, the, the atmosphere's got here, we've got oxygen because of the plants. All we've got to do is put plants on different planets. We could, we could, I, I mean, say I, like everyone, so everyone thought that, everyone thought that we'd be living on the moon by this point. Yeah. You know, yeah, that Mars didn't happen. And Mars. The thing about Mars is you can't keep an atmosphere. You might be able to, yeah. whereas because it because there's no got no iron core, it's got no um, what do you call it the magnetic Man magnetic oh, field. It's got, it doesn't have magnetic field. Yeah, so why not? Because it doesn't the, have uh, an iron the core, core. The core stopped working. Whereas he, on the on the on it's Earth, hot in the middle of the we've Earth. got a massive iron core that generates a, a magnetic, magnetic field, field oh, really? around the planet. That protect, yeah, it protects us from and the sun. It protects us from the solar sun. So yeah. when the solar, so when the sun solar flares. spits out bursts of energy, yeah. the the core the and the magnetic flux protects us and protects our atmosphere. Oh my God. So it doesn't blow the atmosphere away. Jeez. But on Mars, it does. Because yeah. there's no iron core. Um, there's no... There's no atmosphere. Would we be able away. to transfer it? Don't know. But the thing is, Probably if you transfer it, it won't last so long. Because it'll just get blown away. What if we... Yeah, unless it, if it's got a magnetic field, then maybe it will be like a bubble of protection. Yeah. That's a pretty big project, though, isn't it? How the hell well, would you do that? I mean, we haven't yet, you know, colonised the moon yet. <coughs> so. You can't colonise the moon. Why not? It's got no core. I bet you could, yeah, you could build a habitat. What if you lived on the ground? That's conditioning us to go oh live on gosh. the road. <laughs> if we, so if we COVID is our conditioning <laughs> oh to go God. live on the moon and Mars. <laughs> so all we need to do is fill up the planet with... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you're optimistic <laughs> or just simply mad, James. Um, oh, no, we're, right running, we're running out of time. But on that Quite note... Quarter of the week. Uh, yeah. Balance we're is going key. To Mars. Balance. We're going to Mars. Balance. <laughs> yes. Baby. <laughs> 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 oh, I love you, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.